joining me now, I love whatever he takes time, does an excellent job at the NFL Network. Also, many, many years uh, in the NFL, won two Super Bowls with the Giants, uh, was VP of player evaluation with the team. It is Mark Ross. Mark, thanks so much for joining the show today. My pleasure. Let's um, and we'll talk about the AFC NFC Championship games, but I want to start with a column that you wrote um, as a former NFL front office executive. How much money has Jordan Love earned himself from his play this year? <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot, a whole lot. You know, of course, Jordan Love journey when he got drafted, when the Packers traded up for him, with Aaron Rodgers still on the team, very controversial, and then he had to sit, and of course, a lot of doubters. You know, probably everybody outside of the Packers building doubting the Packers and Jordan Love and sporadically played. And then this year kind of started a little bit, so jumped out early with a couple games, looked great, and then hit that low where they were struggling as a team and then really caught fire. And then, of course, ended up with a playoff and a dominant win against Dallas. So, yeah, he really has uh, crushed it and, and did everything he needed to do to make sure that he got paid. And uh, the Packers, for them, will gladly pay because you go from Favre to Rodgers, and now, once again, we got another guy that we think can lead our team for the next 10 years or so. It's crazy. It's it's insane. And I, I've talked about this a bunch of weeks ago, but I, I think it, it's like as someone as you did who spent so long in the front office. Okay, let me ask the question this way. How much hate does the 31 other general managers and scouts have for the Packers that they are now going to have a continued run of Pro Bowl elite play at quarterback that they've had since George Bush Sr. was president of your country? Yeah, that's that's really – I mean, the Packers is amazing. I mean, it is really unbelievable, two Hall of Famers, and then we'll see what Jordan does. He played at the MVP yeah. level when he was at the top. and But other teams, let's just say Washington, you know, they're – who have been struggling to, to find a quarterback forever, you know, since Joe Theismann, I guess. And it's, been, it's just been that's everybody is trying to get that guy. And when you don't have it, everything's hard and you're struggling and got, people are getting fired and losing jobs. And, and as you know, and you lose, but when you have a quarterback is that stability and it's the hardest thing to do in the NFL, hardest thing to do in sports is to find that guy. And the Packers, you know, really, it's been incredible. It was almost as if when Peyton, you know, the Colts went from Peyton to Andrew Luck, and, of course, Andrew's luck didn't turn out, that, you know, the way they wanted it to. But, you know, the Packers have really just been incredible, unique, rare, the only team to have that sort of consistency. Yeah, and by the way, Joe Theismann's last great moment was in 1985. So the pain for Washington <laughs> fans yeah. is is I, I'm a I'm a New York Giants fan. That's fine with okay, me. I okay. I got I got a Hostello Super Bowl. I got two Eli Manning ones. I'm doing fine. Nice, um, nice. Okay. Which hell yeah? Which recently eliminated team is in more trouble in your mind, Mark, to miss the playoffs next year? The Cowboys or the Bills? Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't think either one of them will miss it next year just because of, you know, the, the consistency of, you know, the talent on both of those teams and the Bills with Josh Allen and how spectacular he is. And then the Cowboys, you know, despite – they're always there. They're always there, but they always fail. Like they did this year. It's just so I wouldn't, I wouldn't see, foresee either one of them missing the playoffs next year. Will it end in a Super Bowl with either one? I'd say no. I'm, I'm going the early prediction on both of them and say no. Neither neither one will win it again next year. But um, yeah, I think despite the disappointment again, once again with both of those organizations and both of those teams, 
they're just kind of stuck in that that mix right there where we're going to make it, we're good, but we're not good enough. How come Belichick doesn't have a job yet, and why does it feel like Atlanta is going to regret it? And it's nothing against Raheem Morris. I'm glad he deserved a second chance, but it's the Falcons, so I feel it, it'll work out poorly. How come Bill doesn't have a job yet? Well, I think when you just really break it down, and, and it's the difference of looking at, okay, Bill Belichick and I've won, how many would they win? Six rings. I got six rings and maybe the you know, greatest coach of all time. But, we, you know, owners are kind of looking at it more so, and, okay, let, let's look at it in totality. And, all right, let's, what did he do without Tom Brady? We don't have Tom Brady. What's he going to do? And more looking at those last few years without Tom more so than the totality of Bill Belichick. And then they're also looking at, sort of the persona of Bill Belichick and the coaching style of Bill Belichick, which nowadays just doesn't really attract players and doesn't attract teams. You know, it's more the younger player friendly uh, relate to those guys sort of thing, as opposed to that old school way of conducting teams. And that's sort of been proven out, you know, even the veteran sort of coaches that are in it now, Andy, I worked with Andy Reid for eight years I mean, from day one, he was always sort of that players loved him and gravitated toward him with his personality. He never sort of beat those guys down. And uh, Harbaugh, I worked with Harbaugh in Philly as well, and he always kind of had that personality and still does as opposed to that militaristic style of coaching. And that just doesn't play anymore. And so I think that's really the big reason, the two major reasons why teams looked at Bill and said, well, we just – you know, that's just not attractive to us. And there's a bunch of – Atlanta was the one team that was really interested, but all those other coaching jobs, that they didn't even have him in the building. And that kind of says a lot about this, the nature, the state of what teams are looking for in coaches now. Joined by Mark Ross from the NFL Network. Yeah, it's going to be curious. We've been joking about what we want to see Bill Belichick do next. I think the funniest one would be hosting a lip-sync game, a show where everyone is lip-syncing. Um, moving to the games this weekend, <laughs> that, that would be good. I'm just, oh, he, he I just had a How did y'all come up with that one? Was that a, after a couple of cocktails? Like, what would be best for Bill? Come up with a lipstick you get. <laughs> well, the 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 other one was host, the new host of Price is Right, and we had. <laughs> I mean, anyway, and, uh, and how many cocktails? Uh, Mark, what do you uh, – cocktails, it's 3.07 in the afternoon. How dare you <laughs> say not? we've been drinking? <laughs> only only three. Only three. Only three. It's the day's young. Okay. Um, the, the Ravens, to me, are so good that yeah. I don't even feel nervous betting against Patrick Mahomes. That's how good, in my mind, the Ravens are. My question, Mark, should I at all be nervous about how confident I am about this game? Well, you always have to be nervous when it's Patrick Mahomes involved and Andy Reid involved. So I agree with you. I love the Ravens from the start of the season. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl at the start. And in our midseason predictions, I, I had them winning it. And that was just because they were so complete. They have the one or two most dynamic players in football and Lamar, who's going to win the MVP this year. They have a defense that just can absolutely smother any phase of your game that you have. Uh, they've got outstanding coaching. They make big plays on special teams. I mean, they just really have it all. And they, what some of the stuff and metrics from this year and are historic. You know, up there with the Bears, the 85 Bears and the 72 Dolphins of stuff that they've done and the Patriots team that 
was outstanding until someone beat them in the, uh, you know, didn't lose a game until someone beat them in the oh, Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know who that could be, but <laughs> it, it, it um, you know, they really ha- are on a historic run this season, and I do foresee them winning this game. I think it will, it could be close for a while, but when you look at that Chiefs team, you know, outside of Mahomes and, that, and Kelsey and that cast of characters that they have on offense with some of those guys that, that they have, like, the Ravens have to be looking at these guys are not going to beat us. Kelsey's not, we're going to take Kelsey out of this game and none of these other guys have a chance to beat us. But you know, Patrick is Patrick Mahomes is Mahomes and they'll still be in it. But I, I foresee the Ravens kind of winning that one. How much of a factor on the other side, the lions, um, 30 points per game at home, 24 points per game on the road, but just under 18 points per game in their last five games in open-air stadiums. It's not a massive sample size. So how much of a factor do you think location will be for the Detroit Lions on Sunday? Yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's something, until they overcome it, and I say that to people, until there's a a stat like that and until someone overcomes that, then, yes, you have to talk about it and say, what what are the reasons for that? You know, is it a fluke thing? Is it what are the circumstances? But – you know, is it because Jared Goff doesn't perform well at outside, or is it because of the crowd noise at home that helps them? You, so those sort of things you have to really look at and dial into. You know, that being said, San Fran doesn't really have a – if we're talking about Goff and how he plays and, you know, the 49ers are good at home, but Brock Purdy really hasn't shown to play really well in inclement weather, and he hasn't shown to play well when Debo is not Debo. Debo's not on the field. And – the big question mark is whether Debo is going to be available, and if he is, how effective he will be. So that that's the really the big intrigue for me is that I think they yeah. need Debo to win. And the Lions, you know, I just think it's their time. I think it is their time to say, you know what, we know that how we play at home, but this is our time to play well on the road and go do it. And with the way Dan Campbell has kind of had that grit in them and you know, Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl. You know, the guy has been in this position, so it's not as if the Lions, even though they're an up-and-coming team, they still have a quarterback who has been through this situation and should not be phased by the moment. So, you know, I'm really kind of looking at the Lions to go in there and keep continuing their magic. Mark, always appreciate, always appreciate when you say time and joining the show, and anytime you can slip in a little 18-0 Patriots, I am all here for it. <laughs> I always have to do that. Always. But thank you. Anytime. Take take care. That is Mark Ross from the NFL Network.